Hello, everyone, and welcome to Griplock Foundation Disc Golf Weekly Podcast. I'm hey. Hunter, joined by Connor today. No Travis. Trevor is still in Vegas. Well, he's on his way home. He's probably in Charlotte right now, dead. Dang. He took the, well, not actually dead, dead tired. <laughs> Don't worry, he's not actually dead. He's not dead. actually dead. Uh, so the first off-season grip lock, which is like a semi-off-season grip lock because there was a silver event last weekend, um, is going to be Sands Trevor. That's sad. That means without. No Sands. Um, but don't worry, we're going to give you a little update on the skins match, go over to Lake Marshall Open, uh, talk through a little off-season player tracker, get you ready for what's coming this off-season. And then I've got the first of many, many, many off-season games slash segments. I'm so excited. Uh, it's going to be electric. podcasts are absolutely my Connor favorite. doesn't know what's coming yet. I do not. Um, but I'm pretty excited for it. So before we get into all that, though, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. Cue the haunted music. It is actually Halloween, and Michael Byers sure is scary, but the last thing you need to be is a hairy today. Halloween. Luckily, I'm dressed up as a werewolf, so I actually do need to be hairy. Oh, well, dang. Tomorrow, though. Tomorrow. November 1st. You'll need our friends over at Manscaped to launch their fourth generation performance package to make sure that your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. Join the six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off of free shipping with the code GRIPLOCK to make sure make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim. Now, we were actually just talking this morning yes. about Manscaped products. Mm-hmm. And I was saying how much I love their... It sounds like... A, it sounds like... <laughs> Sounds like a very this much like a is, sponsored joke. Be like, oh, we were just talking. No, this we, we actually, actually were. were. Like this, none of this is even on the sheet in front of me. I'm going off script here, Manscaped. So I'm sorry, funny. but I, I absolutely love their body wash and shampoo. Yeah, it's it's. I use them regularly. I do not I actually, see myself switching anytime soon. I just we were at Target yesterday, and I was like walking, and, I'm, and Liz was like, "Do we need anything else?" And I was like, "Oh, frick, I need my body wash." Mm-hmm. And then I just walked over to the shelf. I felt kind of so like I was cheating because I didn't use the grip lock code, so I didn't support our podcast like you're about to when you go I to manscaped.com. Every, every time, my wife will, like, whenever she's taking a shower, she'll pick up my bottle, and if it's kind of empty, then I'll come home a couple days later, and there's a package, and it, it's more Manscaped stuff. Does she use grip locked? She, yes, she okay, does. Good. She texts me good. like she texts me like every month and is like, hey, what's that code that you guys have again? Now, <laughs> one thing that I did not know existed, but Manscaped just launches their new body buffer. This is a 100% antibacterial body scrubber. Oh. It's just what you need to keep fresh and clean this Halloween. Uh, that sounds sick. I'm going to have to tell Brad I want one We're going to have to definitely look into that. Uh, but you can seal the deal with the Manscaped liquid formations that we were just talking about. Also, their Crop Reserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Make your pumpkins stay fresh. Trust me, your balls will thank you. Their Performance Package 4.0 comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, which we've talked about, the Weed Whacker for the up, you know, nose and ear hair trimmer, um, and several other things. They also come with the Boxers and Shed Travel Bag, so you can bring your comfort in boxers to a whole nother level. And if you're looking like Wolverine or is, what, what are you going? A werewolf. werewolf. If you're a looking werewolf. like a werewolf or you're looking like Wolverine and haven't cut your nails recently, be sure to use the Sheer 2.0 Nail Kit, Ooh, which you also could I'd be probably use. In that as well, yeah. I'm a nail biter. Yeah, me too. I like, I just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I understand what nail biting means. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe I need the Shears 2.0 nail kit. It's actually really important in disc golf for your grip. Yeah, A I lot agree. of, it's you got to keep your nail bed soft, or not soft. Low? What? What's the top of your nail? You got to keep them... Nail. Short. You got to keep your nail short. <laughs> Get 20% off free shipping with the code GRIPLOCKED at manscaped.com. It's 20% off free shipping with the code GRIPLOCKED at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. Mm-hmm. Let that one pass? Yep, missed All right. it. All right, welcome into the freaking show here, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Off-season grip block. 
Well, yeah. kind of. Kind, well, kind of. of. This is like a hybrid off-season grip lock. So like one, hand, more like one hand clap. Snapping. That is so impressive. Uh, skins update really quick for you. Got some DMs from people that are confirming the refunds from the Skins match have started to come through. Mm. Um, not that we expected them not to, but it's good to see GK Pro and Eagles Crossing are following through with that. And now we can officially say it, although we... Let's just explain what happened on debate night here. First off, congrats to Calvin on kicking off his offseason with a $50,000 win. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Uh, that's a good way to start your offseason. So, grip lock last week, we didn't spoil it. Because we were like, oh, the coverage is coming out. Mm-hmm. Debate night, we filmed on Monday as well, right after Grip Lock. Mm-hmm. We did spoil it. Because all season long, coverage just comes out the next day. Yeah. So we assumed, wrongfully apparently, that, oh. Not apparently. Yeah, wrongfully. <laughs> that, oh, they said they were going to try to expedite this thing. They said they're blah, like all this stuff. They're trying to get it out as soon as possible. Our heads, it's coming out Monday. One round of mm-hmm. coverage coming out Monday. So on debate night on Tuesday, we wanted to talk about what was relevant. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, we we're like, oh, we can talk about the Skins winner as relevant information. Mm-hmm. Relevant, yes. <laughs> Public knowledge, no. Very relevant. Uh, so we got a lot of comments coming after us for spoiling it because like, we, we filmed it, edited it, uploaded it, and scheduled it on Monday. Mm-hmm. So we just didn't think about it again. Yeah. So then Tuesday sense. it came out and just comments just flooding of like, spoiler, what the frick, what the frick, spoiler, spoiler. Which like, that one's a fair one because yeah, there was no live coverage. That's fair. Like, that's, that's, a fair, fair. that's a fair spoiler. I apologize. Well, I didn't actually spoil it. Brody, I'm sure, Brody might not apologize, but I'm, I'm apologizing for Brody um, via Grip Locked because yeah, that was a We're little sorry. bit of an oversight. Um, but just wanted to give you the update because I got DMs from people saying the refunds are coming through and uh, yeah. So that's a good good nice. sign. Skins match is officially over. We can put that behind us. And this episode is brought to you by Mason Productions. No. Lake Marshall Open uh, went down this past weekend. <laughs> that's funny. Get it? Cause uh, this is the first event of 2023. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wait, what? Exactly. The wraparound events are happening. So this is the first Silver Series event of 2023. Uh. And then the I said ah like that I still don't understand. Tallahassee I don't the, need to. Yeah, it's fine. So, well, <laughs> let's just go over the results and then I'll ask you how you feel about it. Okay. So just be thinking about how you feel about it. Uh, Luke Sampson took it down. Oh heck yeah! Chris Dickerson came in second. Evan okay. Smith came in third. And then on FPO we had Macy Veladiez taking it down. Wow. With Sarah Hokum and Natalie Ryan tied for second. So now Connor, how do you feel about the wraparound events? So basically the start of the 2023 season just happened this past weekend. It doesn't sound like the greatest competitors in the world were there to compete. I mean, how dare you? Let's pull up this competitor list. Unless they, they It just, was a silver series. Yeah, okay, well that makes sense. Um we had the likes of Chris Dickerson, Joel Freeman, Ezra Aderhold, Evan Smith, Paul Ulibarri. I mean, Paul Ulibarri was there. <laughs> Paul Ulibarri had to be, had to be electric. Uh, where where did Ezra finish? Sixth. Okay, there he is. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it was it was a Silver Series field, but it was actually the worst Silver Series field of the year, I think. So kind of a genius play to go play this thing because you get yeah. early points, which Silver events next year are worth more than they were worth this year. I think this year they were worth twenty five percent. Next year they were fifty percent or something like that. Mm. They're worth more next year than this year. Um, so it's like an extra credit project. Pretty smart. Of players to just be like, hey, now what's tough is a lot of some players like Ezra went out, were in Charlotte, 
three mm-hmm. hours of probably a little more than three hours away from Lake Marshall, three hours away from where we are, and then Lake Marshall's three hours that way. So maybe like five or six, depending okay. on how it would go. Away from Lake Marshall, but then went out to St. Louis for the big money skins, and then all the way back to Virginia, mm. which we made that drive. Yeah. That was thirteen hours here. It's so probably sixteen hours to Lake Marshall. Yeah. That one's brutal. If you if they did that. Ezra did that. I'm sure some other guys did as well. Um but it was pretty smart because, you know, you just go ahead, get some points, get your season rolling. And if you're Luke Sampson, pick up your first win in 2023. Yeah, that's sick. Congratulations, Luke. Macy Valadez won by nine. Also, first win in 2023. Um, FBO field was worse off than the MPO field. Uh, we had Sarah Hokum, Natalie Ryan, Holly Finley. Macy Valadez, obviously, she won. Mm-hmm. But that that's really the only notable tour names. I'll say they were out there. There were some, like, I recognize some from, like, local pros. Um, but yeah, very weak field. So very easy to get some points. And then the next one is the Tallahassee open or the open to Tallahassee happening in like two weeks. So those two are the only wraparound events this year in general. I don't mind it. I don't mind wraparound events because if you think about it, like why does disc golf have an off season? Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's Mm -hmm. not something that like, you have a like 82 game season like the NBA and it's just like grueling on your body and then you finish in July and then you take August and September off but like you're still training and then you come back in October and start your mm-hmm. season again um because like golf doesn't really have an off season like yeah. like the PGA Tour they have like their FedEx Cup championship it's kind of like the end of the season but then like there's PGA Tour events going on right now what ends up happening in golf though and it seems like this is kind of where disc golf's headed because disc golf like just made those like elite plus events. Yeah. Where like Ledgestone, I think it's Deglow, are the two no, Portland Open are the two that are like above elite series events. Um, but essentially what happens in the PGA tour is there's some events that like are like the premier tour events. They're not really separated. They're not PGA tour plus events like how disc golf's doing, mm-hmm. but it's just events that everyone's going to show up at. And so those events, the field's really strong, everyone's there, all that, and then obviously the majors. But then there's PGA Tour events kind of going on all year, and some are a lot smaller. So some like randos, like Luke Sampson, no offense Luke Sampson, but like some randos on the PGA Tour will win these events. And you look and you're like, oh, but like one player was there, or two players Mm -hmm. were there. And then there's like bigger, but they're all tour events. Yeah. That's how golf's worked. That kind of makes sense for disc golf, because like realistically, a lot of the like deep southeast isn't really on tour right now like the florida Mm -hmm. georgia has a major but south carolina alabama even um like all of that like that lower right quadrant is just doesn't really have much of a tour Mm -hmm. and the weather down there is good enough during november december so Mm -hmm. like why not throw in one or two pro tour events one or two silver series and like after the pro tour championship you know some players can just go home call it off season or you can like play one or two events and like pick and choose. So like there might be 25 pro tour events and players play 15 of them. Yeah. And so like, I don't know. Hmm. I could see it going that way. So I don't, I don't mind it. I don't it, mind it. But because it does give us like more disc golf. It was mm-hmm. disappointing. They couldn't have live coverage out there. I'm assuming because Lake Marshall's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Um, so I'm assuming it just didn't have good cell service. They provided us with NADGT finale live coverage, the national amateur disc golf tour. But obviously, that's just not the same when there's Pro Tour going on. Yeah. So I end up just consuming it on U-Disc, which is just not the ideal way to consume a tournament because mm-hmm. like, I can tell you what the scores were, but like, didn't, didn't really see what happened just because... Yeah, like, and you weren't really a part of any drama. 
Yeah, like mm-hmm. the what I've watched live disc golf for so long that when an event's only post produced but it's on U Disc Live, I I just watch U Disc Live. Mm-hmm. Like I don't go and watch the post produced. Yeah, that because makes like sense. once I I watch what happens on U Disc Live and then I'm like, okay, I saw the tournament. Mm-hmm. It's done. So every other silver event's going to have live coverage the final round. I don't think that I think for right now for a silver event if it's not gonna have live coverage it's fine it's not a big deal but I think in the next year or two that will make it like unacceptable stop mm-hmm. or an unacceptable stop not saying that's an acceptable stop like it's an unacceptable tour stop <laughs> it's unacceptable stop yeah um so I think it's kind of disappointing not to have live coverage out there but I mean I've only ever heard good things about Lake Marshall I haven't yeah, heard we, got, we gotta go check it out yeah it's like I think it's three and a half hours away. It's just that weird in between where it's like, I don't quite want to make a day trip because there's three courses there. We drove the same distance to Charlotte the other day. But there's three courses on this property. Mm. So like you show up and like you have to pick which ones you want to play. Yeah. So he's like three and a half and then it's three and a half home. So if you're going to go play two rounds and then have seven hours of driving. Yeah. But then it's also like... I don't really want to make it an overnight trip because it's only three and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's literally the reason we haven't gone. We'll figure it out. It's just because I'm like, ah, I don't want to spend the night, but ah, I don't want to do all that driving one day. <laughs> that's, that's literally it. That's the only reason I haven't gone to Lake Marshall. But everyone always asks me, they're like, dude, you gotta go out to Lake Marshall. I'm like, I get it. I get it. We're gonna go eventually. Um, but it was cool to have a Silver Series event out there. I saw several pros talking about how much they loved the course. So oh, it cool. just further backs up cool. how good the course is. But yeah, it is weird. I think it's going to be because like this event definitely got overshadowed just by the fact that it's the beginning of the off season. Yeah. So like no one was talking about this thing on social media, really. Everybody kind of already feels like it's off season. Yeah. I mean, basically, so. Valadias had a sick ace that I saw on, on social media. But outside of that, I didn't really like see a lot about it on social media. I think the open at Tallahassee is going to be more well attended. Let me pull it up here. I'm not going to lie. I forgot about it, too, because I saw on Instagram like a bunch of people posting about stuff. And I was like, when the heck, like when, where is this from? Is this from like earlier this year or something? I forgot there was actually an event going on this weekend. Yeah. Or maybe is it not the open Tallahassee? Maybe it's a new world open. <sighs> Dang it. The open in Tallahassee happened in April. So I don't know what the frick I'm talking about. <laughs> Wraparound events, the new world championship. That's what new it is. world championship. My bad. It's in Jacksonville. Uh, it's at the New World, um, that uh, where the Pro Tour Championship was a while ago. Remember that? No. When uh, Chris Dickerson won. Okay. Back in like 2016, it was at like the New World Disc Golf Complex or whatever. Okay. So as of right now, we have Paul McBeth playing it, Matteo, AB, Isaac Robinson, Drew, Double G, Ezra, Gavin, Brody. So a lot, yeah, a very, lot bigger of a field. Yeah. Uh, on FPO side, still essentially no one. I'm okay. Sarah Hokum, <clears throat> Holly Finley, Jessica Weiss. You're missing the top tier players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see, like, because for instance, Ricky was signed up for Lake Marshall. Yeah. Until like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Or last week maybe. So it'll be interesting to see, like, which Paul does live in Jacksonville now, I believe. So Paul probably will play this because why not? Yeah, it's right why there. Not? It's right there. Uh, so it'll be interesting though to see if like Paul, Matteo, AB, like if they all stay signed up because this one's at least like a few weeks, so it gives players like a few weeks to breathe, mm-hmm. play this event in November. I know Brody is playing it, so I'd assume Ezra's also playing it. Um, so I think this one might be more well attended, the one in Jacksonville, than mm-hmm. the Lake Marshall one. But I think it's just the flow 
of how things work that Lake Marshall just kind of got screwed a little bit, if you will. Yeah, but that makes it's sense. it's very interesting that like players already have twenty twenty three. That is weird. That is very weird to think about. It makes me feel weird. Let me go to standings and see if uh can I go twenty twenty three yet on UDisc twenty twenty three I can yeah like Luke Samson got fifty points for the win dang so as pause the count. Luke Sampson's the best player in the Luke world. Luke Sampson is the number one pro He's player of the year. Yeah, as of right now, Luke Sampson's the front runner for player of the year. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, he is signed up for the New World Championship. So, like, that's the thing. Is like The points, again, are a little bit higher this year. Uh, silver events are worth 50% of the pro tour points. How do you feel um, about that? Fine. Because they're, they're trying to encourage people to go to silver events. Make I think them, make them just count idea. a little bit more. I think that's good. Um, so, like, you know, someone like uh, like Zach Melton came in 12th at Lake Marshall. If he does that again, he'll have close to 50 points going into next year. Yeah. That's, that's just it. like, it's the same as winning the silver silver event. Because that's mm-hmm. what uh, Luke Sampson got. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like a little head start that you can get on the rest of the field. Because a lot of people just aren't going to play these things. So, why not? Um, all right. We're going to jump into some off-season player yes. tracking. Uh, but first, we got to take a, a moment to thank our another sponsor, Vincero our, Collective. Our another sponsor. Our another sponsor. Are you looking to have major league style, but you're on a minor league contract? Yes. Good news. Our friends over at Vincero Collective have sponsored this episode to make sure all of our listeners are saving big as they accessorize their fall outfits with premium watches, jewelry, sunglasses, and much more. Other watchmakers have insane markups. Their well-designed accessories make sure you look class while you still save some cash. For a limited time only, get 20% off and free shipping site-wide with our exclusive code GRIPLOCKED at VincheroCollective.com. Now, you got a watch on here I do. I from spent, them. I spent about two hours on their website the other day um, just looking at everything, trying to decide what it was that I was going to get, and I decided on this watch. How impressed are you now that it's I, in? It is very nice. Yeah, yours looks sick. It's it's all very, like, the leather is, like, real leather. It says it's printed on it, and you can smell it. It smells like real leather. Which is, like, which is like one of my favorite smells in the world. Yeah, leather smells. Also, great. on the maybe I should just, hold. On, I'm just gonna take it off. Oh, okay, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Take it off, man. Show the world. Uh, they actually design everything in house and source their own materials and produce it in small batches. So, like what you were just talking about, the quality is at its highest standard possible. Top grain leather. And look at this. There is a piece of marble underneath it. That's. Fancy. I don't know if you can see that, but that's pretty sick. And it says in there. Live your legacy. Boom. I mean, how are you supposed to put this on in the morning and not just be inspired? They also, also, it's uh, a very nice watch. They also offer iconic sunglass styles with polarized lenses and 100% UV protection. So you I wore block them all day yesterday. The and they sun were very with nice. style. And with the holiday sneaking up, this is the perfect time to get a, pick up a gift for yourself or someone you love, whether it be a watch, sunglasses, necklaces, whatever. Um, but a lot of the most popular styles were actually selling out when we were looking through. So you better buy it quick as the, as the uh, off season, also known as the holiday season, is coming up on us. But you don't need to take my word for it. They have over 30,000 five-star reviews. 30,000. And they've been, named, a lot. they've been named GQ's go-to brand for premium lifestyle accessories. For real? I mean, it's in the read. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> uh, so get twenty percent off and free I shipping. I feel even cooler now. <laughs> get twenty percent off and free shipping site wide with the code griplocked at vincerocollective.com. Support our show. Use code griplocked at v i n c e r o collective.com. Accessorize your life at a winner's price with Vincero. All right, some off-season player tracking. Uh, we're gonna play a little bit of a game with this. this okay. Is, this isn't the off-season game. That's coming in a second. But Luke we're gonna Samson, play. he's winning. 
you've ruined the game. Dang it, I'm sorry. Uh, so I went through Ulti World and um, pulled up everyone whose contracts, seen, everyone who is, in my opinion, notable okay. into 2023, whose contracts seem to be running out this year. Obviously, as we've learned in the past several seasons, that doesn't really mean that much because uh-huh. players in their contracts early, manufacturers in their contracts early, things happen. Um, but this list consists of players whose contracts seem to be running out this year. Uh, so just a little preview. There's a pretty long list of players to be waiting on this offseason. This is like one of my favorite parts of the year, I think. Uh, so I'm going to, what we're going to do is I'm going to read through all the players. Okay. Then I'm going to go back. No, let's do it this way. It'd be faster just to do it this way. Okay. I'm going to read the player and then we're just going to guess where they end up. Okay. I, I love all the like drama of like what company is going to sponsor who and so like yeah that. now quickly there fun. there was two early extensions that have happened mm-hmm. that i've taken note of calvin heimberg is extended with Innova through 2027 mm-hmm. five-year extension his contract was about to run up kyle klein is extended with Discmania through 2026 and what i'm expecting to happen here soon is that ganon burr will sign an extension with prodigy his mm-hmm. contract runs up next season yeah but with the season he just had yeah, that definitely makes sense. I a definitely, renegotiation there. I definitely think that there's going to be a little none of those renegotiation. Um, yeah, I actually want to look up one player that I forgot to put on my list that I want to see. He yes, okay, I'll put him on the list. All right, we're gonna put him right here. All right, player number one whose contract is up. I think it's a pretty easy answer, Mister Brody Smith. He signed a two-year deal back in 2020. His contract is officially up this offseason. Is he staying with Discraft or is he moving? I think that he's... I, I honestly don't know. I think it makes sense to stay with Discraft because he's kind of built his like his like, uh, his like like name around like the Get Freaky and stuff. Yeah. So I think it makes sense. I don't see him moving. Um, I don't really... I mean, I, I know that I've heard contracts are in negotiations currently, but that's just like that's the only insider info I yeah. have. So I don't know how negotiations are going or anything like that, but I expect... I'd be shocked if he left Discraft. Yeah. He seems to be happy there. He likes their plastic. Likes, I mean, the Get Freaky Zone's iconic at this point. Mm-hmm. Pretty tough to see him moving. Uh, we have a possibility of Katrina Allen. There's not a lot of info out there on her contract, but it seems like she signed a one-year deal with DGA. Uh, do we think she's staying or moving? I don't know. She just released discs with them this year, obviously. I. It seems to me like she would move, but she is like... She's definitely DGA's right, biggest so player. If she's moving, where's she going? I don't think she's moving. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think she's too tied to yeah. DGA because she has like the Vortex. I agree. She has her name on several other discs. They did like special runs, riffs or whatever they were at the beginning of the season. I, I don't really see her moving. I think she's too tied in. Um, the next player, this one could get very interesting, Evelina Solonen. Mm. A player who, if she can figure out her putting could easily be one of the top FPO players in the world. Actually, is one of the top FPO players in the world with, with bad putting. Uh, she's with Innova. Contract's running up this year. She's staying with Innova, or is she, is she going somewhere? I, for some reason, I see her being with, with Latitude. Okay. I don't know why, but I see I see Trilogy. I think she's going Discmania. Okay. Because I think previously, obviously, when she was with Innova, you could throw Discmania. Now that mm-hmm. Discmania's got their whole thing set up, they don't really have a strong FPO team. Yeah. They have Ella Hansen. Oh. I could see I could see her being someone that, that UC... That makes sense. Well, I guess not technically UC currently, uh, picks up. 
I can see Evelina Salonen going to Discmania. Uh, another player on end of his roster, Henna Blomroos. Mm. Another big FPO player that could be a, that is going to be a free agent this offseason. Mm. She's staying with Innova or is she going somewhere? I think it's hard to tell with Innova if they're gonna if they're gonna care to keep him or if they're just gonna get I'm gonna say stay. I think she's staying. Uh my reasoning is because Jonathan Poole was on her bag, the team manager oh, okay. of okay. Innova for like most of the Towards the end of the season, most of her like biggest rounds, he was on her back. So she probably has like a good relationship with him. Yeah, that. that's what it would, that's what I would guess. So I'm going Hannah Blomer stays. Now like Austin that. Hannum, he moved to Ooh. Prodigy from Discraft a while ago, but then he was on his team with Katrina Allen, but then Katrina Allen moved to DGA. So now Austin Hannum's time's up. Is he staying with Prodigy or is he moving? Mm, I think staying. He kind of flopped a little bit this year. Let's actually take a look at Austin Hannum's year. Unless DGA offers him something better, I think he stays because I think he'd be smart to stay because Prodigy's on the rise. Tough part is I don't think Prodigy has a budget cap. Now I don't really, or they have, they do have a budget cap. I don't even mm. know if they have. Yeah, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of sucked this year. Mm. That's His what I'm saying. I think he'd be notable st- finishes. He came 16th at Des Moines, 9th at Idlewild, 9th at OTB Open. Everything else at a Pro Tour event was outside the top 25 Mm. a lot of them outside the top 40 he didn't cash at several events tough tough i personally i think he ends up moving i think he ends up at dga Mm. um i just think it makes sense when you have a couple for them to be throwing the same brand because yeah. like during practice rounds and stuff I mean, it just makes life easier and stuff yeah. yeah it's also just easier when traveling to carry like mm-hmm. you can just have a bunch of backups versus true. like my backups your backups true and i don't really think he's worth that much prodigy mm-hmm. i mean when did we when this is the first time i've said his name since his hot takes probably last off season yeah that's true so this one could be big i don't really think he's moving personally but jeremy Colling. yeah he's his contract moving. is up he's not moving i'd be shocked i would be that would be one of the. I'd be big, excited. I mean, realistically, as a player, as a player, Jeremy Colling's not worth a ton anymore. As a person, but though, as a person yeah, and a personality, he's worth a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think Innova is going to be interested in keeping him. Yeah, and I think that he's. I don't think he has any reason to leave. No, I don't. I. I mean, he seems happy at Innova. Yeah, his one of his best friends works at Innova East. It was like a former roommate. Mm. Uh, I don't think he's leaving. This one, I think, is big. Prodigy's got some decisions to make here. So Isaac Robinson's contract is up. Mm. He won an Elite Series event. They obviously have to think about they have Kevin Jones, they have Gannon Burr. Um, Another player also on Prodigy, Alden Harris's contract's up. Alden Harris and Isaac Robinson's contracts are up. They kind of got a lot of good players right now. And Ezra Robinson's contract's up. Isaac's brother. Not as good good of a season as Isaac, but still has (laughs) a lot of potential. So Isaac, Alden, Ezra, what do we think happens? I think I think start with Isaac. Let's start with Isaac Robinson. Stay or leave. Some of those prodigy guys, they just seem like they're so bought into prodigy. You know? Yeah. I I actually one of them. I I could you know he's good friends with um with Gannon because they they do they he's vlogs with them and stuff. But I also could kind of see him going somewhere else. I th- I think he stays. I think he's leaving. Really? Where do you think he's going? 
for some reason I'm feeling dynamic discs. Okay. I don't I don't know why. Dynamic might not have any cap room left after Ricky and Kona last year. Mm-hmm. But dynamic or discraft? Yeah. I just see him with either of them. Yeah. I, I mean I could I could definitely see that. I just I, I feel like I feel like he he made a little bit of a name for himself this year. He definitely did. And so I I think right now Prodigy is is trying to have a really good team. With Gannon and everything, there I really do think that Prodigy's going like definitely on a rise right now, and so I think they're going to be interested in keeping him. They'd be smart to keep him. Uh, Alden Harris, I think, is staying. I don't really see. He seems yeah. like he seems when you think Alden Harris, I think Prodigy. Mm-hmm, I agree. For some reason, when I see Isaac Robinson, maybe it's because like something about him reminds me of Chris Dickerson. But like I can just see him with like discraft or something. Is Isaac Robinson been in any of the vlogs? He's is he part of the vlog boys? I don't watch the vlogs. Trevor would know the answer to that because I think I might have misspoke. Alden Harris shoots the I'm vlogs. Th- I'm thinking about Alden Harris. He shoots the vlogs. Yes, he is the vlog. But I think, but I know Trevor wants to be a part of that vlog gang, just that yeah. friend group. Yeah, I think I, I'm sure matter. Isaac's doesn't a matter. part of it. But anyways, Alden <laughs> Harris, I don't think leaves. Probably. No, I don't think he leaves. And Ezra Robinson, I don't really see leaving either, mainly because he hasn't made a name for himself yet. So, I feel like he's not going to get a bigger contract somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Whereas Isaac, I think, might. Uh, now, Ezra Aderhold, that could be an interesting one. Currently with Discraft, obviously very tied to Nuke, tied to Brody. Yeah. Does he leave or does he stay with Discraft? I honestly, I kind of think that because of, I mean, he's got, I mean, he's got the freaking bus and and everything. I think he stays. I also think that he would take into account, like, yeah, I think he cares about the videos that him and Brody do. I think they think about how it'd be way easier if they were both sponsored by Discraft. Yeah, I think he stays. I think, he stays. I think if he would have had a better season this year, he might leave, mm-hmm. but I don't think he, I don't think he's going to get a better contract yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. Because I think, you know, Discraft obviously has the nuke numbers. They know what, like, what he can move and stuff like that. Another company would be a bigger risk to sign him than Discraft is keeping him mm-hmm. uh, because he just he didn't have as good of a season as we probably would have expected or hoped yeah. to be completely honest with you um, I think if he would have had a better season maybe got a win in there somewhere then he might be moving but with his current season and everything you were talking about his ties I think he stays mm-hmm. James Conrad's time is up with MVP I think he stays he definitely stays the, he just came out with the Zenith, yeah, the Terra, so, the Nomad. Yeah. He's got his line of discs with them. I think he basically is MVP at yeah. this point. I think, I think, which is weird because like just three years yeah. ago, he was in a yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. just like, it was so weird to think of him not throwing JK AVRs. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, yeah, of course he's throwing Gyro. Mm-hmm. Like, duh. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think he's moving. I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, this one, I don't know if it's a, as big of a deal, but... Well, it's not as big of a deal as everyone we've named previously, but it'll be interesting. Uh, Chandler Kramer, he had a one-year mm. deal with Lone Star. Mm. He obviously had a solid performance at Sula and at the European Open, so that kind of burst him on the scene a little bit. Not a top-tier contract coming, but yeah. do you think he's moving on from Lone Star to a mainstream manufacturer? Which, with Lone Star, he's throwing a mixed bag. Yeah. But do we think he's going to a mainstream manufacturer, or is he sticking... Sticking with the boutique brands, such as Lone boutique Star. Boutique brands, I like that. 
Or we could see a weird like infinite move where he's just throwing that's true full mix back. That's true. I don't know. It seems to me that it would make sense to move. I don't mean this in a demeaning way to move up to another company if um, he has the option. Even if he has the option, yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes with those like, I, I guess I'll say smaller companies, but uh, it's like more like the relationships that you have yeah. with them. So I, I don't know. What do I you think? personally. I don't know what he's going to do. I think it'd be in his best interest to stay at Lone Star. Yeah. Because at Lone Star, he can be the big fish. That's true. In a, very, in a small pond. Yeah. Where he can move plastic. Although, I Nico LaCastro's contract's up, and I have heard that he has a, built, a budding relationship with Lone Star. Oh, okay. So, Nico could be someone who does like a little Lone Star gateway action, kind of uh-huh. like he was, because Clash obviously dropped him after the incident. Yeah. His gateway contract was one year. Uh, so he could be doing like a little Lone Star, and that would obviously change it up for Chandler. But mm-hmm. as of right now, Chandler Kramer is probably the biggest player throwing Lone Star discs. Yeah. Um. So I think it makes sense because like you, I feel like his earning potential is higher at Lone Star in his current state than it is at other companies. Because if he goes to Innova or something, he's just a very small player mm-hmm. at Innova or. I Discraft. think I agree with you. I think that makes sense. Whereas they can actually like see is he moving plastic and stuff at Lone Star. Yeah. Uh, the next player I think is another interesting one. Young Gun took Simon Lazat to a playoff. Mr. Robert Burridge, mm. currently with Innova. Um, does he should he stay or should he go now? <laughs> um, I feel. How long has he been with Innova? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know much about this guy at all. He know. won college nationals, mm-hmm. and then obviously at Des Moines took staying. Simon. I think he's staying. I think he's going. I, think he's going. I don't know where he's going, but it just seems like this seems like the type of player where he had like a somewhat of a breakout season. Mm-hmm. He's going to be thinking valuing himself high. I'm not gonna say higher than he should be because yeah. he seemed like a very complete player. Mm-hmm. Whereas a company like Innova, really any company that he's like currently with, might value him lower than he's valuing yeah. himself because he's like, I have the potential. I just look at what I did this season. So I think in that type of relationship then you go somewhere else and even if someone else offers you just like a slightly better contract mm-hmm. you're just like yeah yeah that's what i i don't i don't know he could easily stay with innova obviously innova makes some great plastic and stuff so i mean i'm i'm an innova simp i would stay with innova but mm-hmm. uh i could see him going i could see him going the only reason i was somewhere. saying staying was because he won college nationals which means he probably is just a big innova fan it yeah could be uh but i could see discraft trying to pick up an Isaac Robinson or a Robert Burridge to get some more like younger talent. Yeah, that makes sense. In the pool. That makes sense. Uh, I could also see Discraft sitting, sitting a little bit and going hard after Gannon mm-hmm. next year. So we'll we'll see what happens. But next one, I wish we had Trevor here for this one. Anthony Barella's contract's up. Ooh. Originally, he didn't want to go anywhere but Innova. Um, I think mainly because at that time, he wanted to separate himself from paul yeah. a little bit more you want to get like out of paul's shadow yeah he's done that i don't think people call him mini paul mcbeth anymore yeah definitely not uh so now it's interesting to see kind of what happens mm-hmm. ab i think is is i think ab has sneaky value because i think that people don't re- not people don't realize how good he is but i think he's he seems worse in your head than he actually is if that makes sense yeah he has some very bad finishes let's not like he finished, he, That's what he I was has thinking. he has some bad finishes, but if you look at his season, he also has some very solid finishes. He has several top twenties. Uh, he came thirteenth at USDGC. 
Like he he does. I mean, he finished seventh at Worlds, twenty eighth, thirtieth, thirteenth, twenty first. How he finished out his Pro Tour season, twelfth at Des Moines, fourth at Ledgestone. So he has some very solid performances, and obviously he's still a young talent, mm-hmm. big arm. Is he staying with Innova or is he going? I you know I can see him going. Where do you think he's going? I can see him. I kind of see him with like DD. Okay. I think. I think he stays. Mainly because, like when Drew Gibson went to DD for a little bit, mm-hmm. we heard him complain some about he couldn't find stuff stable enough and stuff gotcha. like that. Gotcha. AB is close to AB is close to Drew. I could see AB if he did leave going to like infinite build my own mm-hmm. route, but. It's tough to imagine him. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's. It's, it's tough to imagine him without Innova. Yeah, I agree. I just think it'd be interesting. It would be interesting. I don't see him going the infinite mixed bag kind the, of thing. The final one we have on the list here is this is another possibly one because there's not a lot of info out there about her contract. But Haley King, it seemed like her Innova deal was a one year deal. Hmm. Um, if that is true, then her Innova deal is up. I kind of forgot she was with Innova. In she my did. head, she was still with Discraft. She didn't really... Well, she left her Discraft contract early. Yeah. Uh, which is when we were... We, at that time, took that as a sign that Katrina Allen was coming to Discraft, which is not what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't really play, like, a full, full season. Yeah, um, I think she stays. Yeah. I feel like she's barely even... She's barely tested it out, you know? She did win a major in U.S. Women's. Boom. So I think that is something that'll be interesting because, like... It'll be interesting to see the dynamic, like what happens with with uh, Innova, mm-hmm. because like they just put Calvin Heinberg's name on the Toro, yeah, right. We've seen in the past with Valerie Jenkins that that was a problem with Innova. Have they corrected? Where like you have a major champion, yeah, for one time major champion here, does she get a disc? Because like if well, she goes elsewhere, is she gonna get a disc? Like how like that's the type of thing that I think really come is what it will come down to in this offseason negotiation if her contract's actually up. Yeah. She had the, it seemed like the it was, Hawkeye, right? She had the tour series Hawkeye. Yeah. But I'm saying like actually getting a, yeah, a normal yeah, yeah. disc. Uh it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. Uh I also think that the current sponsorship model is like a ticking time bomb right now. Where like players only because like we just saw Calvin get a disc without a major championship. Where like players get their name on a stock disc when you win a major mm-hmm. or like when you win worlds. I don't think that's the future. I don't think, cause essentially what's happening is like, we just like, I the don't list, see how that benefits the company a ton. Well, previously it made sense. Cause like you would have a, like, like Paul Macbeth, mm-hmm. right? Like you knew Paul was moving yeah. these discs and his name was recognizable. Yeah. So like when you put Paul's name on the Thunderbird, the rock three, stuff like that, those discs, like you walk into a store, you might know who Paul Macbeth is. You might not know everything in his bag and you mm-hmm. see the rock three and you're like, Oh shoot, I want that disc now. Yeah. Or like, I'm sure they moved way more Nova's with Paul's name yeah, on them. For now. Sure. But nowadays that was during the dominance era. Yeah. But nowadays, like, look, I mean, for instance, just look at the list. I just listed how many players were on there that are like big time contract uh-huh. movements. I think even the like current tour series model might get shaken up a little bit because mm. of it, what's going to end up happening is you're going to have so many players like Discraft, for instance, has their like elite series team. Mm-hmm. If you look at your elite series team, Aaron Gossage, which I believe his contract's actually up this this offseason too, but you have like Aaron Gossage, Brody Smith, Corey Ellis. Um, that might be the only th- ones right now, but you have several that are vying for elite series contracts, mm-hmm. right? Like that tour series disc. But then you have players like Tim Barham, Ben Calloway, uh, Chandler Fry, who 
just aren't the same caliber as these players yeah. that ain't vying for it. So now it's a weird situation where it's like these players have their elite series disc locked in. Brian mm-hmm. Earhart used to have the zone. He would have been in that category before he retired, right? And then you have players who are beating them consistently coming up and it's like, hey, now we have a decision to make. Do they replace them? Is mm-hmm. it a one-to-one swap? And this is the same across every company, right? Is it a one-to-one swap where they get tour series and these guys are just out? Yeah. Or do we keep them in? And then if we keep them in, now we have to find three more tour series molds. Mm-hmm. So now nowhere you have like every single mold you make is being ran with someone else's name on it. And yeah. then someone's going to get stuck with a mold that's not going to move as much as another mold. And then they're upset. So then it's like, oh, do we run a Brody Smith and Adam Hammes zone? But like, that doesn't make sense because now you have mm-hmm. two people competing to sell the same dip. Yeah. I think the current model of how disc golf sponsorship is done is uh, the days are numbered of it. Okay. I think that some company, one of the manufacturers, going to figure something out. It could be Discraft's model of like players have their own website and then they just like run custom stamp stuff for those players' website mm-hmm. and then the players just get kicked back from that. That could be the future model. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it's going to go, but I just think like there's so many players that with how much parities in the field now are stepping up to that like next tier that it's going to be so hard to keep the current the current market the way it is mm-hmm. and keep every player happy. Because like players are gonna start like being more and more valued because like a finishing all like all average finish in the top twenty now looks way better than average finish in the top twenty a year ago. Yeah. And like one win season looks way better than one win season a year ago. I think it'd be very interesting as it, it moves forward. And this offseason I think this offseason will be the first kind of tell of that. Mm. Um but, all right, we're about to go into our first off-season game. You're not going to want to miss it, but first quick word from another sponsor. Flippy Disc Golf just dropped these sweet new hoodies. You see me rocking one. I wore this on debate night. I'm going to wear it again probably the rest of the week because they're extremely comfortable. Uh, they have several different designs. This is the one I personally picked, but uh, you have one that's like kind of like it's Hawaiian like a, floral It's like a, it's black and gray with like tropical leaves on there. Yeah. It's very um, cool. But, yeah, get, they dropped these very, very comfortable hoodies. Uh, for this new fall and winter season. You can wear them to brave that morning round or cozy up by the fireplace and watch the latest foundation video with your family. Uh, (laughs) Flippy hoodies are stylish and comfortable and the perfect balance between activewear and loungewear. That's actually a great way to describe it. It is. Actually, like you can't really, when when they're on, I can't tell if I'm wearing a dry fit or if I'm wearing just like a cotton hoodie. Mm -hmm. Uh, which they're means warm, they have they're warm in the cold and then whenever it gets warmer outside they're not too warm yeah they're very very, very nice, nice hoodies, hoodies. Uh, you can check out the new collection on their website and don't forget to use code foundation 10 for 10 percent off so head over to flippydiscoff.com and use foundation 10 for 10 percent off i'm actually read you the name of, of the their hoodie? uh different hoodies okay yeah their styles i'll describe them I'll to see you them. let me see here shop hoodies please so the Cascade hoodie is like a landscape. You have the Nightlife hoodie, which is the yeah. black and gray like floral Very pattern. Cool. The Vapor hoodie is basically a navy and white version of what I'm wearing. And then I have the Lo-Fi hoodie, um, which is like this, uh, we'll call it splatter paint pattern. So those yeah. are like the current. They also have just a, a flippy basket, uh, but that's like a normal fleece hoodie. So they're actual flippy hoodies. Those are the four they've got. You can check them out and use code Foundation10 for 10% off. All right, so how are this games going to work, Connor? Mm-hmm. Is essentially, I was trying to like, you know, like on social media, we've done this several times where like I walk up to you and I hand you a disc and your eyes are closed. Yes. And you have to guess it. Yes. Okay. So I was like, how can we make that for a podcast where like, okay, realistically, like half or a little over half of our listeners are okay. 
Right, not do you seen. have to feel a disc and describe it to me? So what we're gonna do is we're both gonna close our <laughs> eyes. We're both gonna close our eyes. You're the guesser. Okay. So I feel the disc. Okay. I'm gonna describe the plastic. You can ask me anything about it. Oh my god. I'll describe it to you. I won't. I don't know what the discs are either. Silas picked them out <laughs> and put them behind me, and so I'm gonna describe it. That way, you at home can play along, right? Uh, and then oh my gosh, we'll come up with so tough. We'll come up with a guess, and when you guess, I'll tell you if I think you're right or wrong. But I can't look. Okay, I can't look until we both agree on a guess. Okay, but I can't guess. Okay, so I can like influence your guess, uh, but I I can't guess. Okay, so if I'm like, no, it doesn't feel like star plastic, Connor. Like can't be a destroyer. What else is like a destroyer? Okay, I think you you you'll get the gist. No, okay. I get I get the gist. I'm very excited. Okay. Am I allowed to ask you for to check for tooling? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. Yeah, I think that this is, and I, but I can't use, I'm not going to use. Uh, You're not going to use company well, specific say, phrases. I can't use company specific phrases. Yeah. So I'll tell you, doesn't feel like that, does feel like that, but you have to ask me questions. But I can ask you, like, does it feel like a champ plastic? And be like, no. Yeah, so kind of yeah. like 20 questions. Yeah, no, I love it. Okay. I love right. it. I'm very excited. I'm, my, I'm eyes, to, my eyes are getting closed as I reach behind me to grab My eyes things. are closed completely. I'm so, I'm so excited. Oh. This is a fun game. I knocked, I knocked over the pile. Okay. I you have got it in one. my hand. Uh, it, it's a driver of some sorts. Um, oh, I forgot. You can explain it to me. Yeah. <laughs> it feels 12 or 13 speed. Okay. Um, definitely in a premium plastic. Okay. What else do you want to know? Uh, are there any kind of stickers on it? As in like the Innova one that is there or like the Clash one that's just straight I up. don't feel any stickers okay. anywhere on it. How does the how does the nub in the bottom center feel? Oh, that's a great question. Does it have a circle around it or um So there is a circle around it, but it's very close. It's a very close circle. That sounds like trilogy. There is yeah, I can feel embossing on the bottom too. So does it feel like trilogy? It could be trilogy. It could easily be trilogy, yeah. so fast, does it feel kinda of like a ballista? I haven't felt the ballista. Mm. But it could be. <laughs> It feel uh, no, I don't know if it's as fa- I don't know if it's fast enough to be a ballista. Okay, do you think it could be a raider? You felt it a raider. It could be a raider. It could be a raider. Do we lock in raider? I think we lock in raider. We're locking in raider. Oh, oh my gosh! It was yes. a raider. <laughs> wow, that was impressive. Of us. I did not think it was lucid plastic. I thought it was fusion. It's a, you would think that like if you just had champ and star plastic, you'd be able to tell the difference of them. But you have to think about it pretty hard when your eyes are closed. Yeah, it's harder than you think. All right, we're one for one. Wow, that was incredible. All right, I'm gonna reach. I think Silas, is there five back there? There's five back there. All right. I mean, that was electric. Show the camera the disc before. Oh, that's a good idea. Silas said, "Show the camera the disc before." I think I'm showing the camera to get the disc. Okay, you got it. I think I know what this is, but I obviously can't describe it to you. Give me some feel thoughts. It feels like a one speed. That uh, it's kind of gummy. I want to feel it so bad. <laughs> is it a, a? Is it a? Is it got a thumb track? No, no thumb track. It does. It feels over mold. Feels over mold. Like I feel like the the rim plastic and the center plastic feel different. Does it feel like a glitch? I think I think it's a glitch. Okay, let's uh, let's log in glitch. Yeah, it was a glitch. Okay, nice. I picked it up and I was like, I, I it's got to be a glitch. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're two for two. No, the glitch is a fun disc. It's I great will disc. say that. All right, all right. We're reaching back for number three. All right, eyes are closed. This game, electric, Hunter. Great job. Okay, we have another driver here. Okay. Oh, start with the camera. Thanks, Alice. Speed. Give me a speed. Fast, man. Uh, okay. 
I think I want to say 12 speed because it doesn't feel uncomfortable to me, but it could be a 13 speed. Give me a nub feel. Give me a nub feel. Nub feel. We've got that same close circle, um, but the nub's very smooth. Very smooth nub. <laughs> Does it feel like trilogy plastic? Trying to think of what else. Yeah, it could close, be. I'm trying to think of what else the close circle is because the wide circle would be in of a close circle could be trilogy, maybe legacy. No, does no, not feel like legacy. Not legacy. It does have embossing on the bottom. Okay. Could it be Dismania? It could be. Oh, it could be. Is uh, it a DD3 or Cloudbreaker? It could be a Cloudbreaker. It could. Oh, boy. I want to feel it so bad. <laughs> so it does. It, it feels like it feels more like a like fusion or royal line. Then I say, let's say Cloudbreaker. Then Lucid. Okay. I. Oh, uh, but it could just be. It could just be royal line. It could be arrive. It could be. It could be arrive. Is it arrive? Do we want to go Rive or Cloudbreaker? Feel it. <laughs> what does it feel like? You make the... I can't make the guess you can't, for you. But you can tell me, does it feel more like a Rive or more like a Cloudbreaker? Does it feel... Okay, okay. I'll give you something to look for. Yeah. Does it feel like kind of deep or does it feel like shallow? If I mean, it feels like a Destroyer, but let's it's go, clearly not in Let's the lock in at Cloudbreaker. Cloudbreaker though. locked in. Dude, we, we are, are incredible. We are, we are incredible. so good at this. Yeah, it felt like a destroyer. Like it just felt like yeah. a destroyer in a different plastic. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe how good we're doing right now. Okay, we got three for three. And somehow. these aren't like super easy discs. We also did not rig this. No, we did okay. not. Silas okay. legitimately just grabs them. We got to get two more. We can, we can go five for five here. Connor. I am so impressed with this right now. All right, now. all right, I'm reaching back. I am like I'm so excited right now. We're doing such a good job. <laughs> you got them. I have the next disc. Show the camera. Okay, it's a it's a mid range of some type. Does it have a bead? No, beadless. Beadless. Oh, oh, I feel a sticker. Oh, I Where? feel a sticker on, on the rim. On the rim, so it's Innova. That that's scary. Definitely, it, and if I can feel the nipple. Is it a Mako? Let, sorry, let me ask more questions. Does it feel Mako-esque? <laughs> is it blunt? Like, I'll be honest with you. It it could... It, I It's terrifying. Oh, gosh. Because, like, it, it doesn't... For some reason, it doesn't feel like a Mako 3 to me. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's definitely a beadless mid. It definitely has the rim sticker. Okay. Is the J beadless? The J. Can I ask that question? It's my own show. I just asked. Yeah, it. you can ask that question. The J is beadless, I think. Oh boy. Does the J have a micro bead though? This has some flashing, so it could be a micro bead. But okay. I just can't tell. You know what? I don't. It think doesn't. We... It doesn't feel Mako esque. That's I. That's okay. all I can that's tell you. That's fine. It doesn't. I, it doesn't feel. The only other beadless in of a mid that I think of is the J. So, so I, let's lock in at J the freaking J. We're incredible. It didn't it just didn't feel like a makeup. It doesn't feel like a makeup, no. right? I just good I feeling put my disc. finger on it. The J, good feeling disc. Only, I mean, if it didn't have this, we would have been gone. It does have a bead. Yeah, it micro, a micro bead. bead. Mm-hmm. But the flashing just made it where I couldn't feel the micro yeah, bead. Yeah. Whew. We're 4 for 4. So we are incredible. Do we have more? We have one more. Yes. This is it. All right, we got it. If we go 5 for 5, we're going to have to make Trevor do this game just to prove that we're better than him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, but yes. <laughs> I thought my dog's laying on it. 
have the disc. It is a fairway driver. It is a fairway driver. Give me some nub action. <laughs> no circle around the nub. Flat, just straight nub. Okay. So very smooth be, nub. Does it have tooling on yep, the inside? On the rim. rim. So we got a disc craft disc, disc. Does it feel like an Undertaker? Ah. Uh. <laughs> does it feel like it's concave? Here, here's on what the I'll tell you. The, the rim feels relatively flat. Mm. Does it feel overstable? Or does it feel neutral, understable? It feels kind of understable. I can't tell if it's I can't tell if it's like a Discraft 10 or 11 speed or if mm-hmm. it's like a Discraft 9 speed. That's okay. Does it feel like an Avenger SS? No, because it has tooling. Avenger SS doesn't have tooling on the rim. Wow, you're so smart. Does it feel like a Vulture? No, because the Vulture's tooling's way more aggressive. Okay. This aggr- this isn't an aggressive tooling. This is a smooth But tooling. you don't think it's an Undertaker? I don't, but I could very easily be wrong. It doesn't it feels flippier than an Undertaker to me. The more but I'm not a feeling heat? it. I feel like a heat you would know immediately that it was a heat. No, because it feels thicker than a heat. I'm wondering if this thicker. is like a, a discraft like fake. Or is it a DGA disc? Ah Is it a It could be. I don't know vortex? anything. No, Vortex isn't. No, 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 no. It's not it, like it It could be a like 10 speed disc is it like a like the like the fireball no that's that's like a machete oh no connor or fire something we can't fire we can't lose this thing I, I think we're getting stuck on the wrong yeah i could it could be dga man i don't know oh no no we've got okay this. what is this what is this so the rim's know. got something weird going on okay right so like where the flashing is kind of uh-huh, right i got it then it like is like flat and then goes up. It's very hard to describe <laughs> oh what I'm feeling, gosh. but like this has to be the only disc on earth that feels oh, like that. Oh, come on. <sighs> okay. Like it like almost like, let's see if we can hear it. Let's see if we can hear it. Where's my mic? There's my yeah, mic. yeah, I'm listening. It like, it's almost like a zipper. No, I understand. Do you? It could have a micro bead too. Wait, 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 wait. Never mind. It has a tooling. So it's, it, it's definitely discraft made. Because it has the tooling. It on has the rim room, tooling. Which is Discraft or DGA. Yeah, I don't think another company does that. They don't, because I was going to say it could be Streamline, but you would know Streamline plastic. No, this is this is like... This is ESP, maybe. <laughs> <clears throat> it could be DGA. Because something about it feels weird to me. Okay, so a little less polished. Oh, yeah, I feel a weight sticker. I feel a weight sticker. Okay. So you think it's DGA? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. Feels between like an Undertaker and a Vulture. It feels. I think if. I think it feels faster <laughs> now that I'm feeling it more. So it's not, but it can't be in the Avenger SS because they don't have tooling. I don't know how fast a Scorch feels. Oh, a Scorch. Uh, so I don't know if that's it. A Scorch feels like a but faster a scorch, heat. But it, like that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like a faster heat. Let's go Scorch. Are we going Scorch? Ready, set, Scorch. Ah! Heat! Oh no! My gosh. No! <laughs> no! It felt so much faster than All a right. heat. And you know what? I actually understand what you're saying. It, it felt does. faster than a heat. Mm-hmm. I thought a heat was smaller than that. I feel the little thing you're talking about too. Yeah. What the heck is that? I don't know. It's like a micro bead on a driver. But like, look, like I can see it now. Like the bottom yeah. of the rim, like go. 
the Scorch and the Heat are like basically the same disc. <laughs> when since when is the Heat a nine speed? It's always been. No. What'd you think? I thought the Heat and the Mantis were the same speed. Yeah, Mantis. Well, Mantis is an eight speed. Yeah, I thought the Avenger SS was their nine speed flippy disc. Avenger SS is a ten speed. That's just not. That's just not right. <laughs> I would say Avenger SS feels like. Mm, kind of feels like a ten speed. All right, well, we are four and one. Next, you know week, that is respectable. A future one, we're I gonna flip you. these rolls. Your hands are so soft. We'll flip yes. the rolls, and you'll feel I'll guess. Yeah, and, see and if, Trevor see will sit there and laugh at us. <laughs> <laughs> I I do want I do want to be on the other end of it, feel and see what it's like. Yeah. That was I'm I'm very impressed. Like, what the freak? We got the we Raider got right off the bat. The Raider was the Raider was insane. The Cloudbreaker was also very too. It's, it's got because it's got. The trilogy tooling. Yeah, it just the it gave it. It felt like a destroyer. We are that we are it. incredible at right. game. There you have it. That's the first off season grip lock. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed. We'll be back same time, same place next week. <laughs> <laughs>